Uh, hello, everybody. It's the it's the Titan. We're back. It's the Titans podcast, and today we're talking about the Superboy episode. Yes, uh, we are at the halfway point of of the Titans show. We're halfway through this horrible uh, task that we've given ourselves, and uh, I guess I have to address the fact that last week I said. Uh, Jordan's uh, prediction was true uh, that I think that would be so stupid I would have to just stop and quit doing the show so now I'm kind of at a crossroads here I guess I wasn't being completely serious I'm probably not actually going to quit though it is an extremely tempting proposition Um, I guess it wasn't really I don't know it was pretty fucking stupid Uh, (laughs) I was right. <laughs> That's the sad part. I was right. You, you got to think. You were right. Corniest. You know, in a way, <laughs> in a way, we were both right because uh, your you were right because your prediction came true. But I'm also right because I said that if that happened, it would be really stupid, and it was. It so. was really stupid. <laughs> it was a really stupid uh, thing. This is. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm probably still gonna try to see this thing through to the end. We're halfway there now. Stick with it and power through, even though I really hate this show. Uh, luckily, this was a 41 and something odd uh, second show, so it's not. It's a very short episode, like the ones in the past. It's, yeah, uh, it, and this was, was mostly short. a Superboy origin story episode. No, it's very short, which was weird because the whole thing felt very rushed because it basically, you know, the first 35 minutes or so basically just felt like a new uh, pilot, like a pilot for a Superboy show. And they went through this whole kind of origin thing with them, but it all felt very rushed. Far be it for me to complain about an episode of Titans being too short, because as I've said, uh, it's I like it when they're over quickly. Uh, but it was really like they tried to rush a lot of storytelling uh, for establishing Superboy in this one that I feel like could have played out over multiple episodes if they'd introduced him earlier in the season, spread some of these beats out a little bit. Um, I still think it would have anyway. been better if he just like he fell and got saved by Superboy, and that leads into the Superboy origin story. But no, we have to have that at the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, like they rushed this whole origin story in there in this one episode just so that they could get him in the right place at the right time to save uh, Jason falling from the building. And then, like, all of a sudden, everyone comes out and they all gather around Superboy and Jason. They're like, whoa, what happened? Like, weren't they just still in the middle of fighting Deathstroke? Yeah, they did. I guess they just ran there? down like, <laughs> real quick. Yeah, and they ha- there's this little awkward exchange where, you know, Jason's like, oh... Who the fuck are you? Man, boy, am I thankful that you caught me and saved me. And then, of course, uh, the bad guys chasing Superboy show up and they shoot him with a kryptonite bullet, I guess. So now, so that leaving us with another cliffhanger where it looks like a character is going to die, but obviously isn't. Because he's only half Kryptonian. But we were right in the middle of a completely different conflict with uh, Deathstroke. Like, what's going on with that? They don't think Everyone... it through. They don't think this through at all, Trevor. They don't. They kind of go, oh, I guess we could do the, this Connor episode right now. 
Yeah, I also liked how he decided his name was Connor because he had a shirt. He had somebody's <laughs> shirt and it said Connor on it. And he's like, I guess that's my name. <laughs> I, 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 this like, is the first time I ever wrote down like the outline of every scene in the episode. So that's going to be a little oh, faster than I feel. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, there isn't really a whole lot to this one, is there? I guess uh, if you want to jump into It's the Superboy origin recap. story. That's it. <laughs> it's Superboy origin story. Uh, before we get into like the like what the fuck was the story, he just kept asking the whole like that was it. Like he was just a baby boy asking questions the entire time. It's very weird. So they, the scientists or whoever say like, oh, he only has the intelligence of a two-year-old boy, but we instantly see that that's not true because he's able to communicate, he's able to talk, and he knows things, and apparently has impl- has all the memories of Lex Luthor and Superman, uh, if I was reading that correctly, which yes. is weird, because that's not really how cloning works. When you combine two people's DNA and make a clone, you know, assuming that's something you could do, they won't, like, be born with the memories of the people. That d- that's not how DNA works. That's but, how Assassin's Creed works, know. though, I heard. The video game oh, okay. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it's it's generational memory. All righty. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what purpose there was to that whole aspect of it, other than him having Lex Luthor's memory leads him to Lex's childhood home, which feels like a completely unnecessary uh, detour in the plot of an episode that they were really trying to rush through. They could have just not even had any of that part happen. I don't know. Some some writer was like, "Can you write the Superboy pilot episode? So if this does well, we can just spin him <laughs> off into this." Oh well, yeah, it's, that's that's. But it almost works as a setup to a completely different show. But then they uh, immediately throw him into the action that's already going on with the other characters. But um, this is their Doom Patrol episode of the season. Could be maybe. Uh, you know it. It almost feels like it's out of a different show, mainly because of uh, of like intentionally silly, like having Crypto the dog and having him like catch that uh, uh, missile in his mouth to yes, like to, a frisbee to throw it back. Cadmus <laughs> I mean, water. It's like the kind of thing that I might enjoy if it were in a show that that didn't have such a self serious tone, like <laughs> if it were more. If it were a, more of a show that was kind of supposed to be campy and silly, okay, yeah, it's Superboy. He's got a magic dog, like whatever. That's I would cool. watch that. I would watch if it was Superboy and his dog. Like that's the show, and then he just yeah. keeps like, "What's that? Oh, that's yeah. money, money." <laughs> but, yeah, but it has that kind of silly stuff. But then it also has. Uh, it also still feels very Titansy. Everything else going on around uh, uh, Superboy feels just like it's out of out of tight. So I don't know. The tone feels kind of uneven. Oh, it's, I'm not yes, sure if this was the right kind tone. of show to have to have Crypto the Superdog in. I think like you got to pick a lane, maybe, and maybe Superdog Crypto doesn't really fit into uh, this particular uh, story. Unless they're going to straight up have a crypto spinoff, in which case, sure. All righty. 
So here's the entire episode of uh, the recap of the Connor episode of Titans. We start out with a commercial for Cadmus featuring a whole lot of photos and in words like inclusion, family, chemicals (laughs) in his upbeat tone as then Superboy throws a security guard into the TV and tries to escape with crypto. The entire time he is naked. So I guess there's some fan service there. You get to see his ass. He doesn't, it, I mean, he doesn't have, like, a great body, though. I mean, he's, like, he looks okay. I don't know if it's really a, kind of an odd casting choice, because we talked about how in the little teaser of Superboy at the end of last season, they cast this a big like, bicep huge dude, buff dude. And... <laughs> and it's very clearly not the same person. It's not the same dude. Uh, he grabs Crypto from a cage. The name tag says Crypto. He steals a security guard's clothes. One of the names says Connor on it. And they're trying to do like a Terminator, like, I guess, nod. Because as he leaves the plant, he's still naked. He pushes the door and you hear like a <laughs> music, like an industrial. Uh, funny enough, I guess there's no police, no further police, no security. So he can just walk away free. <laughs> As we go to the title sequence, do 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 do. Uh, then the Academy store is magically fixed. I guess it's fixed now. <laughs> as uh, as our three uh, characters, Eve Watson, Mercy Graves, and the attorney, he doesn't really. I think he said his name once. He's an inferior character. He doesn't. Uh, he's just some corporate lackey. He doesn't matter. It's really supposed to be Eve Watson, Mercy Graves, Superboy, that that in crypto. Like those are the four mains uh, in this episode. Uh, eight lab workers, three security, all hospitalized. Bloop a doop a doo. Uh, they survey the damage and wonder where he went. We now see Connor as he walks around the city, smiling, wearing his security form as something out of straight out of Young Justice, which I think was what they were trying to go for. The Young Justice security guard. Uh, he smiles. He blocks traffic. Still all happy smiles as happy music plays. And then at like a street fair, he sees a the iconic Superboy shirt, the, the black shirt, red marking. Uh, and then he gets relapses of an angry dad because there's something that fell over, which is, of course, the bottle of uh, bourbon, I believe. Uh, <laughs> so as he uh, gets told, you need to buy it, you need money. What's money? He leaves. Uh, A thief tries to steal an old lady's purse. Uh, He basically beats the shit out of him by punching him and he flies like 40 feet. And then she goes, thank you, young man. And then he steals it. Can I have money? And he walks away with the old lady's purse, which I thought was actually a funny scene. Yeah, that wasn't bad. Uh, then we go back to Eve to how bad he it is that he's gone because it's a $40 million project. Bop it up, Lex Luthor will be pissed. Eve gets a private security firm to try to track down Superboy because Lex Luthor wants his baby boy back. Superboy, now with the shirt, uh, walks away from the fair, but he sees the big spooky security cars. And of course, because in this world, all cops are bastards. He sees a cornfield on the side of a truck and flashbacks to Clark Kent's memories about the, the field. That's right, folks. Superboy has two dads. So this is a, 
so this is kind of like uh, Smallville, I guess, where uh, Clark Kent and Lex Luthor both grew up in Smallville, and also it's presumably right next to Metropolis because Connor just kind of walks right over uh, to Smallville, right? Yeah, so I guess using the old lady's money <laughs> buys a bus ticket to go to Smallville. Crypto, I believe we are in Kansas, is the famous line of the scene. And he sees the Luther farmhouse. Superboy encounters Lex Luthor's dad. Uh, now he's a bit old. He's also blind. He talks about Clark Kent's home being similar. How Alexander was a friend of Clark Kent. And then the funny uh, thing that made me laugh and chuckled was the family portrait. Oh, yeah. I was going to mention that. Little baby bald Lex Luthor. <laughs> it's just, imagine this like family portrait and this like, chunky kid has a photoshopped bald head. <laughs> I always hate when they do this, where they do this with Lex Luthor, and they also do it in like X Men with Professor X, where like a character's a uh, bo- a man can't just be bald like the normal way. If a character in a comic book property is bald, it needs to be because he had some kind of horrible accident that made him unable to ever grow hair again. There has to be, like, he has to have been bald since he was a little kid. And it's he not like an alopecia thing. It's not like he has alopecia. It's just like, uh, nope, he just has a shaved head, and that's it. Well, in Smallville, if I remember right, it was, uh, he, like, the crash, when baby Clark Kent first crashed in Smallville, there was, like, an explosion that singed all of Lex's hair off, or something like that. It happened, like, at the same time that uh that's it it doesn't make a lot of sense i don't know why he can't just have regular male pattern baldness i don't know why they always have to (laughs) focus on that or do the uh batman versus superman likes lufar where it's just like no he actually is has like uh he actually does have hair it's just when he becomes the big bad guy and goes to prison yeah that's a little bit weird because first of all do they i don't think they shave your head in prison do they it's not like joining the army i mean but also like it seems like the implication is that he gets his head shaved when he gets to prison and then just decides to keep it that way yeah i guess like an aesthetic look or something like league when we see him in the post credit scene or whatever he's still completely bald so either he gets his head shaved and for some magical reason his hair never grows back that he likes it and just continues shaving his head on his own. So suddenly after a tea kettle is is fizzing, he accidentally smashes the glass frame in a cliche. And then that smash of the glass uh, brings back the PTSD of a brandy bottle falling on the floor and him getting pissed. This causes Superboy to almost bitch slap the dad. <laughs> And of course, because the dad's blind, can't see what's going on. Uh, he so decides... he's, he's visiting Lex Luthor's blind old drunk dad at the Luthor farmhouse. Yes, <laughs> and he's having and these he he's having the... these flashbacks of little kid Lex being beaten up by his dad. And he listens to the dad's stories. You know, he's a smart kid. He doesn't know right from wrong. Bop, 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 bop. Uh, Lex was some kind of pathologically evil kid from when he was very little. And that was the reason that his dad had to beat him up. 
Yeah, so I guess the P- there's <laughs> it's not, PTSD it's not his, thing with the glass of brandy. His, it's not his drunk dad's fault. It's because he was just such an evil little boy that he had to hit him. Why did you hit him? That was a lie that never happened. The dad gets pissed. He wants Superboy out of the house because uh, he couldn't teach right from wrong. He just stares at him in anger. And then right when Superboy is confused by every one of these phrases, the SWAT team shows up and he gets swatted. They come in and immediately open fire, just start trying to kill both of them. Both both Superboy and Lex Luthor's dad. Like, they don't even take any, any care in trying not to kill the father of the guy that they all presumably work for. So they almost get <laughs> so Superboy. He then attacks the dad. They shoot him. He uses his powers to basically kill the cops. Uh, in a Matrix effect with the bullet time, he runs over to protect him. By just shielding himself from the bullets. Uh, Crypto uses his lasers to burn some dude's gun, which probably burnt him as well. It looks so funny when Crypto uses his fucking laser gun. (laughs) It's so cool. It's it's, it's an enjoyable scene. scene. I I like it. Because then Superboy tackles a dude and he crashes through a wall. Yeah, and then the the part we mentioned earlier, where Crypto jumps up and grabs the the rocket, rocket in his mouth and like a it bone, swings it back and blows the, yeah, up a dude blows up the guy. Yeah, so cool. Crypto is definitely the breakout character of this episode. This is the breakout character of this episode. Uh, and then in the and, and now it's time for Jordan's awful CGI moment. A, a, a tear gas gets thrown into the or maybe a spoke bomb. Uh, and it's this awful green CGI smoke. So then Superboy basically sucks it up like Kirby, like yeah, he's got the super breath. That's that's standard. And then he like spits it out, <laughs> and I, to me Blows. it looked like he was like sucking up a fart. <laughs> like that. The- he blows the tear gas back at them so hard that they all just go flying and probably die. Uh, Eve looks at the cameras, sees Superboy. Superboy uses his x-ray vision to see Eve in the truck. Superboy tries to go over to Eve. Eve is, like, scared, wants to leave. Uh, and, of course, now Eve has to basically become a mom character and explain how babies are born if you're Superboy. Yeah, she... She she gives him... She explains, like, basically everything you need to know about Superboy, you know... Is a clone made from a combination of Superman and uh, Lex Luthor's DNA, and like, and he's just kind of like, whatever. Episode, she feels the need to drive him all the way to San Francisco to show him the lab where he was made to like show him who he is, and then he goes and he sees all these failed would be Superboys. He's all shocked by it, but like, she already gave him a perfectly good. Ex- she explained that he was cloned in a lab and everything, so none of this is really new. Information. information why was why was that even necessary because we know, have to pat like, out the episode uh so another completely useless plot point and also an excuse to get them to san francisco because the cad the original cadmus lab was in san francisco for some reason not metropolis uh who the fuck knows why so like uh to pat it out uh they go to the uh, restaurant connor makes a hot dog joke Another mugging takes yeah, that, place. That 
and like it's not really it's not really a mugging it's more like an abusive boyfriend abusive boyfriend superboy wants to stop it eve says no you can't then superboy because he's of course trying to be a child you're not my mom (laughs) eve acts like a mom says no come right here young man man don't you leave don't you leave me <laughs> Eve does the uh, classic trope where she insists uh, to this incredibly power, super powered being that he absolutely cannot ever use his powers or try to be a hero uh, because it's going to get him in trouble, which is especially weird because this is all taking place in a world where there are already like dozens of superheroes and like there's like whole communities of superheroes. So it's apparently like, the driver's not very... really. <laughs> happen what? so also the i guess the drive was very fast from smallville kansas to san francisco california yeah. yeah i guess we're supposed to assume that a few days passed and they managed to evade capture while making a full cross-country trip just so she could show him some some failed uh experiments in the lab and shit like she could have just explained that to her. I don't understand. But why fun that, fact, that exterior shot is also where a Starfire ship is. They repurposed oh, really? the same damn place. Yeah, uh, we see so many different cities on this show, but they're all very. They all look like they're within a five block radius of each other. Um, some in like downtown Vancouver, in- and then all of the like. <laughs> Every when whenever whenever they're like driving uh, from one place to another, you know, it's clearly just somewhere in the woods in British Columbia, probably side of Vancouver. Everywhere looks the fucking same, even though it theoretically takes place all over. Uh, so now in San Francisco, they go to abandon uh, Cadmus Lab. Superboy now asks like every question in the book. Like this is now just like the the four year old going why. Why? Why? Oh, I was forgot to take the note of he did uh, explain science shit from Lex Luthor's memory as well. Yeah, because he has he has Lex Luthor's incredible knowledge, but he also has his like uh, anger or something. I guess sure. While still going, what is that? Why are we here? What's going? What's going on? Arf, uh, if, arf. If he had. If he has all of Lex Luthor's memories, plus all of Superman's memories, then he should already pretty much understand who he is and why he exists and what's going on. Couldn't a flashback show a Lex Luthor going, I want my own Superman. Eve, come over. Like something like that. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't think Eve even really explains to him that, I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious that like the reason uh, Lex would want to make a clone of Superman is so that he can use him to defeat Superman. I guess but we can all sort of assume that, but Eve doesn't even really explain that to him, just that Lex Luthor clone. And uh, so in the spooky lab, uh, Eve gets drunk. Apparently he, she just gets drunk like the entire back half of the show wine brand everything just yeah just drinking wine she becomes a wine mom (laughs) he becomes a wine mom and then so there's this abandoned cadmus facility that still has uh, all of the disgusting evidence of their failed illegal experiments like 
I don't know. Why wouldn't they have destroyed all those uh, tanks full of floating uh, freak uh, failed clone corpses? Why are they all still there? I was expecting like a jump scare to hit, kind of like the uh, the Spirit Halloween pufferfish tank. But uh, instead, it's just like, here's this eerie music. Here's like a, di- a broken embryo. Here's like a weird thing with wings. Here's... Yeah, they were all like different levels of failed attempts to make Superboy, basically. Oh, wait, I forgot. Uh, it's behind the big door. And Eve says to Superboy, only you can open it. And it's like, wait, can't he use like the x-ray vision he has to look through the door anyway? He doesn't have to open it if it's like bad or... <laughs> And why is he the only one that could open it? I mean, someone, regular people must have put the door there in the first place. There's probably another way to open it. Uh, So then after all the spooky Halloween shit, he knows what he is. He gets angry. He chokes Eve. And then Eve, like... Eve already explained to him what he is. I don't understand what the new information was here apart from the fact that they had these other failed abominations and their attempts to make him. I, I brought guess you the here idea to shame, just seeing... Not to warn... I didn't bring here, you here to shame you. I brought here to warn you. You aren't a Superman. You're not Lex Luthor. You're both. He then cries. You aren't a monster. You're a person. You prevented a man from attacking a woman. But I guess forget the abusive boyfriend. But don't do that. It's you did that because you're like a good person, but also don't you should never ever do that again. Like, what the fuck kind of mixed messages is he giving here? You're great because you're helping people, but don't help people. Anyway, the SWAT team goes down the empty hall. Uh, Eve begs for life. Uh, Mercy gets pissed off, grabs a kryptonite bullet, and starts hunting him down. Now we're in nighttime. A homeless guy gets beaten. Superboy can't save him because I have to listen to Eve. I can't save people. Then a scaffold falls onto the street. Apparently, uh-huh. Jason Todd is falling as this goes on. I guess there is, when, when you fall off scaffolding, the, the person involved uh, falls a little lighter. Maybe it's the, the, the cape or something. Anyway, he sees Jason fall, leaps on the car, catches him from somewhat falling, and of course, wait, wait, who wait. the fuck are you? Wait, were you talking about the reason why Jason Todd doesn't fall at the same time as the scaffold? Yes. He was hanging off. Uh, he was holding on to Robin uh, Oh, Dick's, yeah, the Dick uh, Grayson. Fuck. Yeah. You're right. So he was hanging there for like a few seconds after this. That all tracks, actually. But then again, we also had a good shot where Superboy sees it and uses like a zoom in lens to show that he knows that's what's going on. No, he's got super vision and super reaction time. So then, of course, he catches him from falling. Who the fuck are you? I'm not super sure yet. Whoever you are, I don't know how to thank you. Uh, Dick and Corey, we've already. I don't know how to thank you, mister. Gee whiz. Gee, thank you. Oh, boy. Then he gets shot. Jason Todd in this series before acting like such a nice, wholesome boy. All of a sudden, he's so... I mean, I guess if you get your life saved by a stranger, maybe you'll let up on the attitude a little bit. You should probably say, do you have money? (laughs) Just... How can I ever repay you? Money? Oh, sure. I'll just call my dad now. 
so so then Sir Roy gets shot. He he's in a hyperventilating uh, 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 a streak. Dick and Corey go down. And they're like, what what happened? What, they immediately they immediately appear on the ground when they were like several stories up in the building. I don't know how they got there so fast. Maybe Corey flew and grabbed onto Dick Grayson or something. Unless we can establish once again that Corey can't fly in this I, world. She can't. And because if, if if she could, then why wouldn't she have just flown out the window and fucking saved Jason in the first place? So as Superboy is like sitting next to the car he jumped on, and people are watching on, which is just Dick, Corey, and Jason. Uh, I guess I guess Hawk and Dove and all the other people are still at the park. I have no clue who this person yeah, is. They're, they're still standing around with their communicators, going, "Dick, Dick, Dick what's going on? Dick, where are you? Dick, Dick where are you, Dick?" <laughs> And then uh, we see the kryptonite collar go around crypto, and he gets pulled. And I guess yeah, mercy, yeah, mercy kidnapped crypto, the Wonder Dog. And then we end with the end credit song of from Jacob Dylan: "Evil is alive and well." Next week here on Titans, a great episode because it's called Bruce Wayne. Oh boy, can't wait to finally learn about this Bruce Wayne character. Yeah, I, I, you know, he's a mysterious man, this Bruce Wayne. I heard he's a he's a billionaire. Is every episode a person's name? Is that what they do? I mean, like last. Let me. This one was Connor, and then I know there's one called Rose. We did First Rose. Uh, let's no, because one of them was called Ghosts. Ghosts, but that was. Oh no, they're not all. They just do that a lot. They just do it a lot when they want to tell like the perspective of somebody's story. We had Aqualad, Trigon. I think first season there was it was mostly like it was like name and then object. Name object. Because I remember it was a Doom Patrol, but then there was like together. <laughs> Asylum. And then like it was between the Donna Troy and Jason Todd episode. Yeah, it was called Asylum because it took place at an asylum. Yeah, and it was Fair just to- it was just torture porn. If you love, uh, it was the uh, Wizard of Oz two, Return to Oz of of DC Comics adaptations. <laughs> hey, so, like yeah. Beast Boy, what if he got tranquilized and taser to death? So uh, this dude that plays uh, Superboy, apart from the bat, the fact that he's not a big beefy hunk. Like we were implicitly promised. I think he looks fine. Like for the part, he's not a very good actor. He kind of sucks, like everyone else on the show. But that's nothing new. But he's he looks enough like Superman. He's got the right kind of like hair and like square like head shape where you can believe that he's like a little yeah. Superman. I think he suits the part. Joshua Orphan is twenty five years old. Can you guess okay. what country he's from? <laughs> Uh, is it Australia? Yes. These people just love those. They love those Australian boys. I don't know what it is. He also has a Instagram following, Joshua Orphan. He's That's, at uh, Joshua underscore Orphan, O R P I N. I think that the fact that they cast so many fucking Australians is part of the reason the acting is so stilted because. I mean, obviously, if you're a really good actor, you can do a dialect and also act convincingly. 
you know, but these actors mostly aren't. And if you have to focus really hard on getting your like American accent, right. Uh, you know, that's an impediment to like giving a more naturalistic performance. What are there no young American actors they can cast? What is going on? What uh, does I'm... Australia? What what does the Australian government have on the entertainment industry? <laughs> I, uh, I why are so many actors from Australia? Uh... It would be one thing if they're really good. I mean, obviously there are some very good Australian actors who work in Hollywood. But none of the actors on this show are good. Like, why do they need to go to us? They could certainly find actors just as shitty right here in the in the USA. You know, I'm. Uh, if I had to take a guess, it's because the casting director just loves Australian models, and they kind of want to have the Helmsworth effect. Like, they want to find the next uh, Helmsworth brother to be the next big celebrity actor, and say I, they got their start. They got their start here. Uh, none of none of the people on the show are going to be big stars. Maybe I mean, maybe Ryan Potter, but it'll have to be something else. Are you kidding me? Definitely not him. I was going to say maybe uh, Tegan Croft. That's oh yeah, name, Tegan right? definitely. You're right. I can I can imagine her in when she's a few years older, being in movies and stuff. Uh, but he, that's going to be like, the rest she's of Rachel. Them, the rest of them are a bunch of duds. It's a. Uh, it's just uh, <laughs> episode six was Connor. Episode seven's Bruce Wayne. We're near I've the said end, before, folks. The guy who plays Hank, but you know, I don't know. I gotta figure out who is the casting person because maybe we can just figure out who the hunk guy is. Get your own hunks. These are old people, and by the way, a lot of these people. This is like their first or second like film role too, so it's even another elaborate way of fixing this up. Uh, Alright, Jordan. If you had to rate this episode on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you give it? Uh, so far, I will now say that this was the best Titans episode, and I'll give that you a... Say you say that every week. You say every episode is the best it's one. It's improving. It is improving. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say this definitely wasn't the best one. Uh, the Hawk and Dove backstory episode was. Oh yeah, that's actually. One. I mean, are you talking for the season? I just said to rate it. Just give it oh. a rating as like a. But, I would uh, say if it's you like a six or seven. To, six or seven. Six point five. Is that, is that your rating on like a curve for this show, or that's like an what? Just how good you think it was? That's how th I think good it was in terms of uh, just a single character basically being the solo star in this, and the uh, essentially the the fact it was more comical in tone compared to the rest of the Titans. And it's basically losing 3.5 points because of the Titans' grim dark. We have to have it have this blue tint. Well, I, that is an extremely uh, generous uh, <laughs> review, to say the least. Uh, I don't even think that that... I mean, six or seven is crazy. It's definitely not a six or seven. Well, it's uh, no, it's no Power also, Rangers. I, we can establish it's no Power Rangers. But also, I don't even think that the elements of this episode that you and I found comical were even really meant to be comical, <laughs> is, is the thing. I mean, I... <laughs> I thought the crypto stuff was all very funny. 
And if it were in a show, if it were in something that were kind of designed to be a little bit lighter in tone, then I would be like, oh, these guys are making a campy thing. You know, it's funny that they have the dog <laughs> with the heat vision. Throwing but, the rocket uh, launch. <laughs> I really don't think they're doing that. I, I really think that they're trying to do like a serious uh, portrayal of crypto. Go fetch, boy. <laughs> I, I I can't be quite as generous with you. I would give it maybe a three. <laughs> a three out of ten. Three out of ten for this one. Even on a curve. <laughs> My favorite part, as I said, was Crypto in that action scene. And I don't even think that I enjoyed it the way uh, the creators intended. So I don't know how <laughs> many points they can really give it for that. Yeah, a lot of filler content you're right in this. But... Uh... I think that's going to do it for us this time here on... Uh, oh, wait, before we go, uh, shout-outs to Curtin Walters for, for using the thumbnail from last week's episode and posting it on your Instagram. Are, are you sure that that's how he did it? I think he just searched Jason Todd because that was the episode and we looked it up. And this was high in the search results, you think? Yes, I think so. I don't Unless Curtin did listen to this episode, in which case... Uh, what up, Curran? <laughs> I really doubt that he listened to this. Uh, if you're listening, though, uh, Curran, whatever your last name is, keep up the good work. You're doing great. I'm sure uh, if you just keep your head down and work hard, something better than this shitty show will come along soon for you. you we hope you don't do Hallmark movies. Because that's usually the next step is Hallmark movies. <laughs> Is that the progression from it goes DC, DC TV show, Hallmark movie, uh, secondary character on a soap opera, uh, you get a romantic comedy secondary character, and then if you're good, that leads you into the second main in a romantic comedy, which then leads you into either an action role if you're a hunk, or a biopic if you're the woman. And then uh, if you fail at that one arc at any point, you drop back down to the, the, the movies and this stuff. Well, there you have it, Curran. A bright future uh, to look forward to. Courtesy, I can see you uh, doing a biopic of uh, Who would he Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> you would cast him in a Billy Corgan biopic? <laughs> <laughs> just imagine him like what's up i'm the smashing pumpkins bitch oh yeah that's uh, that's billy corgan's famous uh catchphrase <laughs> i'm gonna what's buy up? some wrestling businesses bitch what's up i'm the smashing pumpkins bitch <laughs> pumpkins are back bitches <laughs> look forward to that one folks <laughs> All right, I've got I've got nothing left to say about this one. Uh, it was bad. Uh, I've got six more of these bad things to watch. I don't know. I don't think I'll continue watching this show uh, once this commitment that I made for no reason is over. I mean, I could always like call up somebody and hope they can jump in. <laughs> you might need to get someone else to talk Titans with you. <laughs> Every season's a new host.
Maybe Chris Hardwick is available. <laughs> hey, uh, Jordan, so in uh, season three, what was your thoughts on Donna Troy dating Dick Grayson when we knew it was supposed to be Corey? What was your thoughts on that? Wasn't that great? Was it amazing? What was your thought? <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, thank you for listening to this. Again, I, if you're listening, I don't know why you're listening, but uh, if you, are, I hope you enjoyed this. But I hope, did. hope somebody did. Curtin Walters, we know you're listening to this. Thank you for your support. Until I next heard. time, what do we always say? Uh, we say, uh, shit, what do we say? Um, I don't know. You tell me. The Titans are back, bitches. Titan is back, bitch. Doesn't always have a shape Almost never does it have a name Maybe has a pitchfork, maybe has a tail But evil is alive and well It might walk upright from out of the inferno Maybe coming horseback through deep snow It's ragged and fat, it's hungry as hell Evil is alive and well How evil is alive Evil is well Evil is alive Evil is well On your feet to the tower and yell Evil is alive and well